Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. Coming up on the broadcast. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. In the states or abroad, no one's safe from the talk is a fraud. The following goes beyond the show and beyond the grab to bring you all the fraud that's fit to be uncovered. This is the broadcast, and now here are your broadcasters. Hanakawa and Katrina. That sounds like it should have been like a rap jig from uh, the 90s, along with like Dare and Egg Brains on Drugs. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs. Don't be Just fool. say no. Rep, rep, rep the tool. <laughs> right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, hi, welcome to the broadcast. I have next to me tonight, Agency. Hello, everybody. We also, on the other end of Skype, we have Hannah Kawa. Hello. Who, who's a little under the weather. She, I am. Um, it's not coronavirus. But, but it's a good thing that she's, you know, I'm just making sure my, my virus software is up to date because, you know, I don't want her to give me whatever she's got. Right. When I send this, when I send this MP3 to you, <laughs> better get that virus protection put back up. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Hanukkah was a little under the weather tonight. I think her diagnosis officially was laryngitis. Tonsillitis. Ton- 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 tonsillitis. So A variation her, of ugh. Her speaking is not as, um, you know, up to par as it might be. But we've got agency here to pick up the slack. So, um, and, you know, we've got, we've got a lot of interesting things to talk about tonight, yeah? We, we certainly do. <laughs> so, um... We're going to give you guys just a, a little bit more background stuff, some things that we've learned since last week about the cast of the show. Um, we've got a story that is developing as we speak regarding Yolanda and one of the people who possibly we thought was Williams is not Williams. So we're going to give you all that here shortly. But um, we, we'll start with we learned some news about Ash of Ash and Avery. Right. Do you want to share that with us? News about Ash and Avery. So, um, a source that is, or a source that knows Ash and Avery said that Ash has been uh, to Seattle a couple times to visit Avery since filming. Ooh. So he can definitely leave the country. <laughs> well, this okay. So, so that means they're still together, or at least were at the time maybe of his second visit there. Do we know if he was being filmed while during these visits? They did not know if he was being filmed at the time. Okay, so um, this might change your analysis about him leaving the country. Yeah, oh, it definitely does. I think this kind of upends a bit of the speculation that we had <laughs> uh, last week. And I'll just say that not only do we have this information, but a lot of people have been coming at us on social media to. to inform us that in Australia, if you're under bankruptcy, uh, you're basically not allowed to leave the country. I'm not quite sure if the government takes your passport or you you just have to receive permission to travel. And they were speculating that that was the reason why Ash uh, actually wasn't able to come visit uh, Avery in the U.S. Now, you know, on the show, she said it was a visa issue. So he looked at it from the visa issue. But this new information, I think, really points to the fact that it wasn't a visa issue that was keeping him from coming. It was the fact that um, his passport was being held because he was in some sort of bankruptcy proceeding. And my guess is he just didn't want to tell her about it. Um, And so he basically lied to her uh, about the visa stuff. 
because we know that he's now been able to travel twice. All right. Yeah. So so what does this mean for Ash and Avery? Are they together? Are they married? We know that they're not married. Um, we have not found any kind of wedding, marriage certificate for them, but it sounds like something's going strong and maybe he doesn't need a K-1 to visit. I mean, if he's come over a couple times. If I he's mean, in Australia, well, this also lends... Oh, right, right. Lends, so we also know that because um, he's visited twice now, he probably is an Australian citizen because he was because evidently the bankruptcy laws of Australia are applying to him, and also because he's been able to come over twice. If he was still a citizen of Mauritius, I think his ability to get a visa would be next to zero um, because he would be a citizen of a poorer country in a richer country, which means he's applying as a in a third country, which is always very difficult. And then going over to visit a uh, a girlfriend always raises serious immigrant intent in the eyes of a visa officer. So this tells me that he has an Australian passport and he's been over to visit. Um, there's nothing to prevent him from getting married on visa waiver status, um, although I'm not sure. I don't think he's permitted to adjust status, but uh, I'd have to go back and, and double check the rules. Um well, we also learned um, this week, we've also learned that he has lived in Australia for around 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it lends itself to him not being, uh, uh, still having a citizenship of Mauritius. That's a pretty long time to uh, to have been living in Australia. And it sounds like he came over as a kid. So um. on, on some status that maybe his parents had. We don't know because he hasn't, uh, we haven't heard, heard anything on the show, but... Um, or how old he is, because I mean or, that would put him back to like twenty, maybe. Is he forty? I don't, I don't, I don't remember, remember that that uh, particular detail. Um, but actually, what what it's seeming to me is that Ash's history and story is actually a lot more boring than I had thought last week. So <laughs> this revelation is actually really disappointing to me. I was looking for him to have a shady criminal past. <laughs> well, that's um, really interesting. So, um, well, I guess we'll we'll see what. Um, what else we learn about them? This this source, you know, see what else they, they can get us. Um, this one thing I will say about this season is I I said this on Instagram, um, but I'm going to say it here, too, is that I've so far really enjoyed this season, um, both on screen and off screen. Uh, we are super crazy busy off screen. There's so much happening as far as like stories we're finding mm-hmm. out, uh, rumors we're debunking. People we're finding and talking to, each of these couples has so many things related to them that is keeping us busy. Well, and they're and they're pretty well known, so their history goes back far for a lot of the what are we calling them? Influencers, influencers want to be influencers, YouTube be people. <laughs> um, whenever you are trying to get out there and get acting gigs, you leave cookie crumbs, you know. So right, and we're finding them. <laughs> We are finding them. Um, one cookie crumb that was found and uh, people ran with it was regarding Lisa and and Usman, aka Soja Boy. Uh, Lisa had uh, not too, I guess, not too long ago, but a decent amount of time ago, had changed her name on uh, Facebook to her maiden name and changed her status to be single instead of married. She had previously been listed under her married name because we know she and Usman got married last fall. And uh, so seeing the name change and this change to single, Mark, uh, it prompted a lot of people to um, believe that she had actually gotten divorced. 
And we say that 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 in and of itself is not really enough to say that someone got divorced. It certainly can be a clue and it gives you, a, you know, something to look into. So we did that. So we started digging and actually Lisa had a conversation with a fan in which the fan asked her the very question. So she said just straight from her. Now, of course, she could be lying, but straight from her, she says they're still together. And this was as of, you know, at least last week. Um, and we tend to believe that because the network tells the cast to scrub their social media of any um, indication of their relationship status with the person who they're on the show with, because they want to keep it a secret, whether they're still together, whether, especially on a before the 90 days scenario where the, the whole question of the whole season is going to be, are they going to get engaged? Right. Mm -hmm. And so if, if it's out there that she got married already and has her name changed and that's going to spoil the surprise. Of course, she didn't do this in a very timely manner. So we found it all, including her wedding video. (laughs) Um, but we believe that, you know, being that she's probably not the president of the brain trust of Pennsylvania, that she um, just didn't do it in the timely manner that the network wanted her to. So that's why we were able to find it. And then she goes, oh, okay, I have to do this. And now right. she kind of saying, fuck you to her NDA and telling uh, this fan that, yeah, no, we're still together. And from the name she chose, I don't even know if that's like a legal name change that she did in the States over here. Oh, right. The name I, that she was going by yeah, on Facebook. I think yeah. she might have taken on a Muslim name and applied it to her Facebook to show that she was baby girl Lisa because that's very important for her to tell people. Yes, and that she's... Every day. Soldier Soldier Boy's wife, that they were married. And there was a song made about her. Mm -hmm. There was a song made about her? Really? Fuck. There was... Well, that actually leads me to the second (laughs) piece of fraud that we have, at least I have uncovered uh, this week. We saw on the episode um, that Soldier Boy's song about Lisa was actually written by Autotune and not actually performed by him. So I'm right. having serious doubts about his uh, credibility and claim to uh, artistic talent. There's um, like six words in that song. Yeah, and he had to have, he had to have them all auto-tuned. <laughs> yeah, all six of them. Well, and, and what's fascinating, too, is that... So we saw on the show where she was talking about... Um, she was mad that they put this uh, Nigerian, Nigerian woman... woman to play her role and rather than having her as this ghostly urethral <laughs> apparition in the background. <laughs> and so um, one thing that she may not also like too is sort of the intro to the song talks about baby girl Lisa and mentions her name. Well, the show, I mean, the song that's on like Spotify, Spotify or iTunes or somewhere, wherever it's at, doesn't have that part on it. So <laughs> Theoretically, he could have written this for everybody. Like he could have said, "Baby girl, Hanakawa, you know, this is for you." This is this and- is the abridged version, because all they do is slap like this watermark at the end. That's like my wife, right, mm-hmm. right. But he wrote it for her. Did you know? <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, and, and you have to think about it. Like he's a Nigerian superstar rapper. Mm-hmm. That no the demographic that they're selling to is Nigerians. Right, so why wouldn't they? So have... having a ghost of an American woman flash on—that's creepy. Like, <laughs> that's really... is she dead? I would <laughs> like think this, she's dead. This weird yeah. ghost vision of like Lisa. Like... What makes her think that she's suddenly this rap music video producer that she can decide make these creative decisions? Because she said on the show that she was going to have a lot more input. She's a manager now. She's, she's going to manage a manager. 
Well, first off, she's going to get all the females out of his music videos right. and out of his uh, concerts. Every time I hear females, I think about how Kim Cray says it. Female. Like, how females. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's exactly what I hear. She's like, there are some females inside the... I'm like, oh my God, of course there's females there. Females. Women. There are women there. No, but when they use the word female, it's always like a negative connotation. It's derogatory. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just this, like, you know. Yeah. That's crude. That's for the Patreon. Like, like Scorpio Lynn is a female trying to get in (laughs) Hetero Life Mates DMs, you home-wrecking whore. I'm pretty sure she's in there already. (laughs) I loved your cameo. (laughs) Just kidding, Scorp. We love you. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so that's Lisa and Soulja Boy. Anything else with them? Um, some people were asking about whether um, what's up with the witness requirement for Lisa right. in Nigeria. Um, and the reason why they're asking is because it was a, such a big deal with Angela at right. the en- end of her storyline on the last season. Right, and I think that the most logical explanation is because they needed some drama with Angela because Michael got refused. And so they really played this up as some big thing. The other thing could be that, you know, they're in a different part of Nigeria. Maybe it's not a requirement there. Or it could be that the witness requirement is selectively enforced in order to shake down people for bribes. Um, Or it could be that TLC just didn't care enough to mention it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, or they're saving it for us later in the season. I don't, or she planned that ahead of time because she knew she was going to get married with them. Mm hmm. When she goes she over to meet him, to... something and had her shit in a row before she went over there. Yeah, and apparently this um, older white woman coming over to Nigeria and marrying their man on the first visit is not an uncommon thing. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, so I mean, on that lovely Visa Journey website that we've gone down rabbit holes on on the, the <laughs> forums there, uh, the Nigerian ones, the amount of women who do this because they know apparently it's going to be the best for their relationship to try to prove their relationship is real, where it's usually real for the woman, but maybe not so much for the Nigerian, which we're going to get into a little <laughs> bit later in the show. Right. And, you know, even w- when I was working on the visa line, um, that's very common. You might you might see one it was more common to see maybe maybe a couple, uh, you know, marriage on the second visit, but marriage on the first visit was definitely not uncommon. Um, so shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Yeah. Before we get to Yolanda and her story, let's just, is there anything else on anybody? We found, so David and Lana, Starcasm just did an article about somebody who might be Lana. Um, right. And we, someone, uh, someone actually reached out to me and says that there's more to that, but they can't provide any f- more information. So you know okay. what that is, right? Yeah. I know yeah. something. Okay. Well, when you're ready. Okay. When you're when ready, you're ready for proof. <laughs> yeah. When you're ready to give us proof, you know, um, we're happy to listen. And um, we did, David does now have a Instagram We've posted it. Hanakawa um, found it and posted it. And so that's up there. Um, he's changed his name a couple of times, but um, he doesn't quite seem super internet savvy. Super no. well, he might be internet savvy because that's how he met Lana. But parts of the internet, he's savvy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The only the only thing that I advise against is putting your entire name, Aaron Leah Martin. I'm talking to you on social media because <laughs> the first thing people are going to do is hit up Truthfinder. So that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> One of the sites we we use. Um, 
Yeah, and we haven't seen David and Lana yet. Their story hasn't been shown. Um, we also haven't seen Stephanie and Erica yet, although we got a little bit more of a teaser with them um, this last episode. Uh, we saw Darcy, and then we saw Tom on the phone, <laughs> but uh, not in person yet. Nothing. There's nothing really new on Darcy, right? But we will be seeing them again, them together on whatever spinoff TLC is doing with them. That's so. right. Um, what else we got? We got. Um, don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. Coming to merch everywhere. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that was our friend yeah. Ed. Uh, but also shout out to Smoking Stunts Your Growth. That was a really good uh, subtle line he dropped at the near the end of the episode. Right, right to the Uber driver. Yeah. Did he really? Yes. Yeah. It, was when, it actually was when he was checking in at the hotel. At the, the Uber driver is probably like the fuck. They were asking him something about smoking. Well, or no, they're something. asking. They asked him if they had any e-cigarettes in his suitcase. Oh, he's like, right. no, smoking stunts your growth. <laughs> and it's funny because he's short. Aww. Get it? <laughs> I think he just resorted to fucking with people. Now he's like, yeah. <laughs> what else can you do, right? Okay, so. Um, I think that's it on everybody else. We're going to get into Yolanda now, and they're saving her for last because we got a lot. Um, so we've already previously told you, and it's out there everywhere, that the picture that has been shown of this guy, Williams, is not actually the guy that she's talking to. That picture is um, an Italian model, um, and so um, that we know that that's not Williams. The question has been, you know, who is Williams? We're going to get into that in a minute. But we know that um, we've learned since last week that Yolanda's ex-husband, so or former. <laughs> it's yeah. technically, he's technically an ex-husband. I'm sorry. Her, her now deceased husband. I'm so sorry. Rest in peace. Um, is he ta- She talked about his maiden oops and went to jail. Well, it turns out that oops has been a lot of oops happening since the 80s. Mm-hmm. He's a professional jewel thief. <laughs> yeah, and it really kind of it draws into question maybe aspects of Yolanda's character. Character, her naivete, her <laughs> willingness to see things objectively. <laughs> or not. Or not. She's, blind, she's blinded by emojis. That's all. Yeah. <sighs> So, the bigger the yeah. wall. Is she naive? So is she naive, or is she just stupid, or is she, um... or is she not what she appears to be on TV? Is the character that TLC is presenting to us not the real Yolanda? That never happens. <laughs> you know, Ever. is she smarter and more intrepid than we believe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, than TLC would have us believe, and we are starting to think so. Well, mm-hmm. we also found that she wrote a book called Diet Not under a pseudonym. Uh, named Bessie Ball. Uh, but her name is actually Bessie Yolanda Leak. So, um, and her, her ex-husband, former husband. <laughs> so this, this is really terrible, and I apologize to you and all, and all the listeners, but Bessie Ball sounds like the name of a prize-winning cow. Oh, no! <laughs> well, I thought maybe like Southern Belle kind of thing. Bessie but, Ball. But she's in Vegas. She could have been from the South. I don't think she is. I don't know, but we well we know because so we know the husband has this record. He's not a very good professional jewel thief because he keeps getting arrested, um, and then he's been in and out of jail since the eighties. So, um, and she's been married to him for this mm-hmm. whole time. So yeah. I mean, is she turning a blind eye? Is she wearing a lot of jewels that he's stolen? Like mm-hmm. we don't know, but um, 
what we've also found about her, right, is this, okay, so we know the picture guy in the picture isn't Williams, and he certainly doesn't have a um, romantic... British accent. <laughs> British the sexiest of all accents. I guess right. she, hasn't, she hasn't watched a show with Tom on there. <laughs> yeah. To, to know what it actually sounds like. Um, Probably not yeah. from Winchester, but... Or Manchester. Uh, Manchester. So, we... Um, you know, we did some digging and we found some commentary on her social media about a year ago or no, it goes recently and goes recently of other names uh, of gentlemen that are actually Nigerian uh, having conversations with her in which there's like my love, I love you, heart emojis, my king, my queen, all of this kind of stuff. Okay. So we've been looking into those guys, and one of them has the username of Gooch Official. That's G-U-C-H-E Official. And uh, people think that he is actually Williams. And, you know, we we thought he might be, too. He was one of the the possibilities. And uh, we actually... Williams is a scammer. She told me everything about Williams. She told me everything about Williams. I warned her about Williams. I did warn her about Williams. Williams actually told her to block me, which she did. But she was she was chatting with me in her DM, in the message. She was always keeping in touch. I warned her seriously about Williams. So, that is Uche. Is that how we pronounce his name? His name is, what is it? It's Uche. Um, we're going to pull it up so we get it right. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's, it's Uche, what, Guchano um, uh, Imba, I think is his, uh, is his last name. Yeah, wait, 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 he told us. So he... Well, he told, I, I think he told you like 50 times his name. Yeah, because he wants to make it clear that he is not William. So, okay, so who is this guy? Who is this guy that, just, that we just played his voice? <laughs> well, according to him, he is Yolanda's boyfriend and possibly a spurned lover of hers. Yeah. Or wanted, wanted to be a lover. Well, he asserts he still currently is her lover. Right. Although they have never met in person. But they have face-talked. They have face-talked. They face-talked. Mm. So, so, so this guy is somebody else other than Williams. We have seen screen grabs, which I will share with you guys um, about this conversation. So, some of their conversations. And where Yolanda is... Through the course of the conversation, Yolanda talks about Williams to this guy, Uche. Mm-hmm. So, and, and apparently he, she met Williams after she met him. Yeah. So the way, at least the way we're having this described to us is she was taught. I'm guessing that, that Uche slid into her DMs or maybe because she had a big thirsty uh, sign on her Instagram profile. So in, come on in fellas. Hashtag single men. Yeah. And so they were talking and then it seems like. She then came across Williams and started to turn her affections towards Williams. And Uche tried to warn her that Williams is a scammer. Um, and it seems like she didn't listen to him. Yeah. Um, and and so he says affirmatively he is Yolanda's lover and her boyfriend currently. However, they have, again, never met in person. He is Nigerian. 
Um, and he is most definitely not a scammer, is what he says. And his exact words were he wants to show Americans that not all Nigerians are scammers. And by way of doing this, he has reached out to, to the broadcast for us to help him mm-hmm. is, you know, help restore his reputation. He says his reputation and family has been destroyed and it's a verge of costing him his job. And I guess that's because some people, some, what what is that, a, a, some gossip site or yeah. has implicated him by specifically through his name as the scammer, a.k.a. Williams. And I'm guessing that's, he's saying that it's had some blowback to him. Uh, relationship-wise and career-wise. And right. he wants to set the record straight. Right. So um, so it appears Yolanda is having multiple conversations with multiple Nigerian men. And um, one of them is William, this Williams guy, whether mm-hmm. that's his real name or not, we don't know. And um, he's scamming her. But... Uche wants to make it very clear that he is not a scammer and uh, he is not Williams. Mm -hmm. Now, it does. We do have to think a little bit about this new information because, you know, Yolanda did make the, um, you know, the merch selling line that the British accent is the sexiest accent and then gets that call from Williams. But if she's been talking with Uche as long as she says she has, this is not her first time hearing a Nigerian accent. Yeah. So you would think that her ear would be accustomed to it. And she would at least know that that was not a British accent. So, which then, why is she making, why is she telling us this and putting her and knowingly putting herself in a position where she's going to be relentlessly made fun of. Right. Money. Right. Well, (laughs) that's what Uche says is she's doing the show for fame and money. Which aren't they all? Yeah. Um, but this this aspect of her story about this British Williams guy with this fake picture, it it you know, okay, it calls into question the credibility of that story. As far as did she make this up and tell TLC? Did TLC make it up and they thought this would be all be part of a fun story? Like, what is the real deal? And the more we're hearing, like this is really like literally developing news. Just mm-hmm. as we were going to record. In fact, I mean, I'm still getting messages from him. Um, he actually, so he wants to go live with me on Instagram tomorrow to answer questions and dispel that who he is and that he's not Williams and he's not the voice that we heard, um, on the show. It does sound a little different. Yeah. You know, um, so we're working that out. Um, you know, uh, these text messages that he sent me, these screen grabs, make it clear that she um, is talking to multiple men and uh, that he is not Williams because he refers to Will. She refers to Williams mm-hmm. to him um, mm-hmm. saying that Williams isn't crying about all this attention. Only you are. Mm-hmm. She called him. <laughs> yeah. What does she call him? She calls him. I mean, she basically like crying. calls him a little bitch. He, for, yeah. <laughs> he has not complained one time. You are the only one crying and terrified and I don't get it. So, yeah, calls him a little bitch, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, and from looking this guy's name up, it looks like he is a Nigerian rapper, too. And something yeah. like that would stain your reputation. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, he's got a single, apparently, um, called <laughs> Marry Me. Marry <laughs> we're, You. We're, 
Mary Yu, we're putting all this together. This will all be compiled and put out in a much more organized fashion than it is now. Usually we would have more time to like compile this and organize it and put it together for you, but it's literally coming in as we're recording. So this is this is realness. <laughs> Real time. Um this is the the frauded magic behind the scenes. Um and so, you know, this more to come. Mm-hmm. And is Yolanda the the sweet lady that she presents herself as? It's appearing not. It's appearing that there might be some yeah. uh, uh, some cracks in the veneer. Well, yeah, <laughs> the tinsel and, is is beginning to peel. Yeah, and, um, and this guy Uche is mm-hmm. wanting to make it clear that he is not a Yahoo boy. Mm-hmm. So we learned about <laughs> Yahoo boys on the show this week. We sure did, and. I think it's time for us to talk a little bit about online scams. Sure. Well, let's talk about what a Yahoo boy is, what we learned from Lisa and her friend. According to her friends, a Yahoo boy is a term for an internet scammer that I guess is prevalent among those who deal with the Nigerian folk. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if if, if you've been watching the show for a while, and particularly before the 90 days, the, 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 the subject of people who are disingenuous in their affections has come up more than once. You know, I think Caesar was the best example, but you also had um, Melissa from uh, season, what, season one or two of Before the 90 Days. With Ricky. With Ricky, yeah. Um, You have this new guy, uh, David, from this season. Um, You have... I think you could potentially say that with Sean and Abby, that Abby might have been more interested in um, obtaining some resources um, than it than pursuing a, a visa with uh, with Sean. And you know, in my former life, when I was working at um, for the U.S. government, you know, internet scams and people who've been scammed were things that that come up. So it's worth talking a little bit about what what is a relationship scam and how to know you're being scammed well and i think that this is this is a fascinating subject and one that i think has been you know the undercurrent of part of what makes mm-hmm. 90 day fiance and all of its spin-offs so mm-hmm. fascinating is because the families always ask well, are they just in it for a green card you mm-hmm. know is this a scam and you know as it's gotten into the later seasons we like tlc is scamming us but we're mm-hmm. not going to talk about tlc scams in this regard mm-hmm. Um, the undercurrent again is this, you know, is the person being scammed Mm -hmm. and this, there's a reason why, you know, Nigerians don't get approved for K1 visas because Mm -hmm. they're known to be scammers. Right. So this is, you know, a real thing. Everybody knows it's a real thing and we've got some great insight we're lucky to have agency talk about what his experience and knowledge is on this that's right and actually the u.s government has a pretty strong interest in preventing american citizens from being scammed there's a nice infographic that the the federal trade commission has available on its website um and american citizen services sections all around the world have to deal with this so when we're talk when I'm talking about scams, I'm talking about where a person who's overseas is taking advantage of a lonely American in order to obtain some kind of gain. Someone like Maria, uh, this person potentially Lana, and uh, maybe uh, Melissa. So, well, the Melissa Ricky thing was kind of 
entirely fake. So let's let's leave them out of it. That one behind. So what are the common signs of these types of relationship scams? Um, one of the first characteristics is that it's predicated on a kind of an unrealistic expectation. So you'll have somebody that looks like David and somebody who looks like Lana. And there, there's a pretty substantial gap between the two of them. A little bit. A little bit. He outkicked his coverage with that one. He, and, he, and there's, you know, there's a certain degree to which these relationships, you can kind of kick up a couple notches, mm-hmm. but you can't kick up 10 notches. Right. And so if... It's an old saying, you know, if something's too good to be true, it probably is. And so one of the first things to look for in these types of scams is a relationship that's too good to be true, that can't be explained with the available information we have uh, around us. Um, There's also a distance factor, right? You know, these, these, one of the common themes we see in relationship scams is that it'll be done primarily over text or over chat. Um, we saw that with Caesar. We've seen that. We're going to see that with David. Um, there's not really a lot of face-to-face interaction, um, and that's an or- that that's you know one way that they uh, they keep they keep the people going. And here's where it it really gets into something very serious. Um, if you're in a relationship or think you're in a relationship with somebody who's overseas, and they start asking you for money. That's almost always a sign that you're being scammed. And typically, they fit a certain pattern. Emergency medical expenses, emergency travel, a relative in an accident, some sort of unanticipated expense. And they need you to help them. And they kind of um, draw upon your your good nature, your caringness, in order to get you to, to send them that money. Okay, so we saw this just this, this last episode, mm-hmm. right? Where with Ed was talking about how Rosemary's sister right. asked him... For money, right, and this is this is a pattern that you would that you know Ed should be he is alarmed, but he's a little bit unwilling to look at it critically. But it's not he's looking through rose-colored glasses. Rose-colored glasses. Oh my god! One might say. One might say. Oh man, I'm going to be. I'll be laughing all night with that one. Um, You're just mad you didn't come up with it. Extremely. <laughs> so. You know, if if there's if oh the store is closing down, oh we had a flood, we need you to send some money to us. Mm-hmm. Um, situations like that are almost always being done in order to extract financial resources out of uh, kind of an unwitting, unwitting American. And so, if you see that happening in something that you're doing or that a relative is doing. Your scamdar should be uh, starting to uh, to go off. Now we talked about this on a previous episode, an earlier episode, when we talked about Tunisian love rats, mm-hmm. right? So this is like um, kind of the one there, and, and and you can talk to this as well. Sort of a long term mm-hmm. um, scam. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a one time. I'm going to get two thousand dollars out mm-hmm. of her and be done. It's it's like they're in it for the long game, right? It's a long con, right? Because they're trying to keep the affections going as long as possible for them to extract as much value. You saw that with Caesar and Maria. Um, that there's always this 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 sense that their relationship is more than it is, but it's always just a little bit out of reach. And that's another thing. If they are unwilling to FaceTime with you, or if you talk about meeting up and something keeps happening at the last minute, they're sick, they don't get the flight, or this is a critical one. If they ask you to send them the money so they can buy the ticket themselves, that's not a good sign. Either you should be able to purchase the ticket for them 
or they should be able to book it themselves. If you're in a situation where you're remitting the funds and leaving the purchasing to them, that you're we, setting you're setting yourself up to be hosed. We saw this with Caesar Maria, we and did. then she had the suddenly out of the blue. She couldn't yeah. make it because her, it was her mom's birthday, which you know she had no idea that was going to happen. Right, it's never happened before. It's just completely <laughs> out of the blue. She's Surprise! Her, mom, her mom has never had a birthday, and so you know we we I think those of us who watch the show are probably have PhDs in online scams now. But you know the. The reason I, I wanted to bring this up is because this, you know, it's fun for us to watch on the show, but it actually impacts a lot of people. And so if you or somebody you know is actually involved in a situation like this, you know, have them come talk to us. We'll, we'll dissuade them really quick. Well, we know fraud. Well, yeah, you know, and I know like... So Rebecca of Rebecca and Zied mm-hmm. was very big on, he's never asked me for money. He's never yeah. asked me for money. He's never asked me for money. Mm-hmm. But she pays for everything. Yeah. So that, in a way, she is... Right. But for Zied, you know, he might... Zied is, a, is thirsty to get over here, right? He's he's what? He's he's an actor? Is that what he says something, he is? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Now, plenty of these people are thirsty to get to the U.S. And that's different than the financial scams that I'm talking about. Um, where American citizens or, or British, Australia, basically people from rich countries are being taken advantage of so that the person on the other side can get, get some money, get some cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so just know the signs, know what to look out for, um, and stay safe. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs> the Internet's not a, not a nice place. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Would you say there are, um, you know, when you're talking about relationship scams versus money scams, you know, financial, mm-hmm. you know, I would, I would imagine there's a mix, mm-hmm. you know, there's certainly the, where those two overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and certainly countries, some countries mm-hmm. have more of it. You see more of it than others. Like, right. you know, obviously Nigeria is high, mm-hmm. number one fraud mm-hmm. risk for the state department or whatever. Right. Well, one of the highest, yeah. one of the highest. Um, can you tell some other countries that you see these things more either financial or relationship scam or both? Um, you know, it's the usual suspects, places that are, that are poor, um, you know, I think we've seen it, we've seen it a fair amount on the show from the Philippines, although Mm -hmm. typically that's people trying to get over on green cards. Um, you see it in China, um, you see it in, in other places, um, maybe less so with, with India, um, I think a lot of people over there have found out, uh, found other ways to, uh, to get over here. Um, you know, I would probably say, you know, like China, the Philippines, um, maybe less so Thailand, but although there is some of that, a lot of people from there are always seen as being very eager uh, to get over here. But a lot of those relationships are, are real enough for it to be, uh, for it to be fine. Right. Well, we saw like on the show, you know, they're big about mm-hmm. these, you know, TLC and their trope mm-hmm. about percentages, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, Annie and David, mm-hmm. when they first showed Annie, she was like, I love him 90%, mm-hmm. you know, and is on, it loves Nicole 55%. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's some level, mm-hmm. uh, well, even though I think that that's uh, in, inflated, yeah. <laughs> but there is some level of, mm-hmm. I like you well enough to marry you for a yeah. green card and put up with you. Exactly. And, you know, that's love by a, by a different metric. It's, ultimate, you know, tra- ultimately. transactional. You, you've mm-hmm. talked before about like the rich old man and yeah. the young um, woman and that that doesn't seem to raise any flags, which it's, is, you know, patriarch bullshit, but whatever. It's real though. But then somebody like Angela and Michael is seen, is, is, is not. 
Right, because there's a, there's a, there's a suspicion that someone that Michael's not really going to stick it out with Angela. He might abscond quite quickly. Whereas the young, good-looking Brazilian Juliana girl? Juliana is going to stay with Michael. There's no <laughs> question about that. Um, you know, interesting. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean the. the the show brings up all kinds of scenarios, mm-hmm. which you know we've seen that some might be more um, fraudulent than others mm-hmm. um, on either both parties. But I think more likely it's one sided. Yeah, you know, like Angela and Michael. I think maybe Michael has, has sort of it's he seems to be. Some people think he has Stockholm syndrome. Oh, that might be something. <laughs> he seems to be into her in some weird way which you know okay it's fine you know but you can't help who you love and all that other stuff but Mm -hmm. um we've definitely seen it where you know there's some question questionable like really like that's Mm -hmm. the guy you're choosing like that's who you're gonna hit your wagon to yeah there are a lot of other men um and women like who you could find that if you're going to use somebody to get to the United States, use somebody that at least has money, right? Like, right. like, uh, like Akini and Ben, I'm talking about you. Like, and I can say this cause Hannah Kawa had to drop off, but, um, <laughs> like Ben has no money and he lives with his pastor. Akini, mm-hmm. if you're really trying to get to the United States, don't hit your wagon to Ben. Like there's a, somebody else that can do that. There's somebody else. There's someone better than him. Right. Like at least, I don't know. Like, and it's always, it's always, it's always... Sometimes you gotta take your shot, though, you know? I guess. Shooter's and, gotta shoot. <laughs> and it's the, again, the sunk cost fallacy. It's like they've mm-hmm. invested this much time and effort into the relationship, mm-hmm. developing this, this talking online, these mm-hmm. phone calls, these video calls, if there right. are video calls, for years mm-hmm. to develop this, to lay this groundwork to come mm-hmm. over to the United States, and then they find out, like... Robert mm-hmm. Nanny, Robert doesn't have any money. Right. At that point, she's already invested. And then, you yeah. know, there's some incentive to continue that too because they have intention for like chain migration, which mm-hmm. is something that we're going to talk about maybe on next week's show or yeah. on, a, on a future show. We're going to talk about that. And that's like bringing family members over. That's right. Once you're, you've got your card. And we're going to talk about that more in depth on another show. There's one other aspect to, uh, to scams or like relationship scams that, I don't know if we have time to get into today, but it is worth talking about maybe in the future, which is um, using these relationships to smuggle children over. Um, Smuggle children over. Right. We would see one of the things that we were trained to look out for are fake children. Because sometimes you'll have a case where you have... Like it's not a... Like it's a a mannequin or a doll? No, not not, not quite. (laughs) Like how fake are we talking here? Well, you'd have a situation where maybe... um, Because there's a a visa class called the F4 where you have... It's the the brother, the adult married brother, married or unmarried brother or sister of an American citizen. And so... But they can bring their spouse and their children over. Okay. And sometimes they may have, you know, maybe three kids and they decide, oh, you know, hey, neighbor kid, why don't you come and be the fourth? And then they okay. they get they put a fake birth certificate together and kind of concoct a fake story and try to get him attached uh, onto that case so that they can uh, get that kid over illegally and that's something that interesting. Uh, what that, would you look for to know that that kid is not really theirs either by birth or adopted? Well, first you look at the face. Well, I'm saying <laughs> that it could be adopted. Well, you have to see an adoption certificate. You have to see when it was issued, when the adoption went through. 
Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me and it's not going to fit right and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it is super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. You start doing a very detailed analysis to try to put all the pieces together okay. to see if that was done maybe out of con- out of the c- convenience for the sake of, of the immigration action. Um, and it's something that the government takes very seriously. That was one of the things that we spent, a, that I spent a fair amount of time on and you know, put together a set of processes for to help suss out was whether kids were being brought over um, in a disingenuous manner. But that's something that that the government takes really seriously. So you can look at somebody and they're saying, I want to bring over um, Susie and Sally Mm -hmm. and Juan and Marco, right? And Juan and Marco are brothers that I adopted... Yeah, because their parents, you know, died or whatever. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta unravel that. You gotta see if that's BS or not. And you have to see. Okay, so like you have birth certificates for the first mm-hmm. two, and then adoption certificates for the other two. Yeah, maybe, but then you have to like make sure the adoption is done legally. I mean, it it gets it it gets into really icky territory there. It's it it, it can get really gross. So, and you've seen this happen oh, where yeah. you've had to reject these children mm-hmm. yeah. that are not clearly theirs. Interesting. And sometimes, if we're really suspicious, we'll DNA them. Ooh, mm-hmm. but but again, what if they're adopted or fake adopted? Like they say they're adopted. Yeah. Here's our fake adoption yeah. certificate that we just conjured up off the internet. Yeah, and so I think it's it was becoming less common that they would just try to slip a kid in because they know that we can DNA test people uh-huh. and determine and determine whether they have a biological relationship. But that's it's a tool that's available to us having a, doing like paternity paternity testing. Interesting, because because you've talked before about how if they're pregnant, that's a no go on the, the baby because you think you don't know who they who they're related to or whatever. Oh, you got you got to wait for that baby. Got to wait for the baby to pop out. Um, so like when Paul and P- mm-hmm. and Karini came over with Pierre. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my understanding is that they didn't have any issues. They barely were asked any questions. So, I mean, that would be that, that would be exactly how I'd expect it to go. They see Paul. They see Karini. They see what's named Pierre. 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 They see that Paul's the dad and she's the mom. Done. You go. And that kid looks exactly like both of them. <laughs> yeah. And then you say, "All right, all right, that's it. Go with God, my friends." But they wouldn't question. They're not. They didn't get questioned. But other situations, that kid could get questioned. Yeah. Well, at, at that point, at the visa case, the relationship's already been adjudicated when the kid got his consular report of birth abroad. 
Oh. So oh. it's already it's already been it's like that relationship's already been kind of determined because he's already been issued a document recognizing him as a U.S. citizen uh, by another by another section of the embassy. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. There's so many levels to this, you guys. Yeah, it's layers <laughs> and layers. It's like an onion. You know, when they, smuggling fake kids doesn't refer to like a baby doll. No, no. <laughs> it's an actual child. Yeah, but it's it's gross. It's like it, it's it's we it it. Like even talking about it, like it kind of, I, I still get kind of the there's icky an feelings. ick factor. There's, an, there's, there's a certainly. serious ick factor, but that's another thing. Like hu- the prevention of human smuggling is something that's very important to the U.S. government and, and human it, trafficking and, yeah. and and child trafficking and all that. Okay, yeah. well that makes sense because mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to the, the U.S. government to be a party to this human trafficking. No, or they can't. Child sex trafficking or any they of absolutely that. cannot. Right, yeah. so they have a very vested interest in. Mm-hmm. The welfare of the child. Exactly. Stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. They don't want some random mm-hmm. to be bring some random creepy old skis to bring them over to the United States for the purposes of like child sex trafficking or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or and even even not at that level of creepiness. Like if if they're not entitled to a immigrant status by virtue of the law, then they're not allowed to come over. Wow. This is so so mm-hmm. many levels on this, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Hit us up and let us know what you want to hear more about. Mm-hmm. Um, we we have lots of these things planned, these different kinds of um, mm-hmm. story time with agency, um, where he's going to talk about a lot of these things. If you guys have specific questions and stuff, continue to send them um, to your website. Send them to the web. You can send them to me on my website, askthevisaofficer.com. There's a, a, a contact page where you can send, submit a question about the show or stuff for the show there you can send them to uh to katrina or to hanekawa or you can send them to me on reddit i think we should do a we might i think we're getting close to a q a episode because i've gotten a few questions on reddit okay yeah yeah we're putting we're putting a lot together um and uh you know splitting time with the fraud from the the show mm-hmm. as there is turning out to be a lot of behind the scenes fun fun mm-hmm. stuff that we're we're chasing down um Lots of stuff that we can't go into just yet either because mm-hmm. we haven't either verified it or, you know, whatnot. But we're working on a lot of fun stuff for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Hanakawa had to drop off because her um, coronavirus is striking. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kidding, she doesn't really have coronavirus, you guys. Uh, she dropped off, but I'm going to plug her Instagram. That's the Hanakawa. And she just yesterday or this morning hit 10,000 followers so thank you guys for that continue to follow her she can now do the swipe ups she's going to keep doing the um clicking on all the clickbait articles and telling you what they're about um and uh, her giveaway is happening she did her giveaway uh we're going to do some more upcoming giveaways i i don't know the details on them yet but we'll have some some stuff coming up i'm coming up i just hit seventy nine thousand followers wow. on instagram 70 so maybe at 80 thousand i'll do a, a do a giveaway um i've still got broadcast swag bags uh that i'm going to be giving out those are going to be obsolete soon because we're getting new graphics we're getting new um new logo stuff the website is really close to being complete and i'm very excited about that there's going to be some, as we've talked about before some integration mm-hmm. with askthevisaofficer.com as far as his content we're mm-hmm. working on an exclusivity mm-hmm. agreement 
hoping. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but we have to, I don't know if we've got the um, Benjamins to, <laughs> and by Benjamins, I don't mean Ben and Akini. I mean, hard uh, harvested American dollars mm-hmm. to, to, I don't know if I have enough to, to get an exclusive, <laughs> exclusivity agreement with him, but we're um, working on, on that stuff. But you know, while we're on that subject, you have a Patreon. We do. I do have a Patreon on Hanukkah one. I review and talk about Merit for Sight and Love After Lockup right now. We're, we're um, gearing up to do an episode devoted to Love is Blind, which we're going to do with um, Kirsty of Reality TV and Me, who is, is the number one Australian reality TV podcast. Uh, she's going to come on with us, and we're going to talk about that. Um and this week, actually, is our a guest to discuss this is um, the person behind the Instagram account MAFS Fan, which is Married at First Sight Fan, who mm-hmm. does all of the spoilers and behind the scenes stuff for Married at First Sight. She does what for Married at First Sight, what we do for for Ninety Day Fiance. So she's going to join us this week to talk about all the behind the scenes stuff on Married at First Sight. That will come out this week. Our Patreon episodes come out every Thursday, and. Um, that you can you can join us for the low low price of three dollars a month. That's it. Uh, if you join at the five dollar level, I'll also send you some stickers. But um, three dollars gets you one episode a week plus additional uh, whatever additional content we create, and um, you get access to our Facebook group for Patreon only, as well as our Discord, which is the only place you will find agency and hetero life mate. Although hetero life mate just joined Instagram, you guys. Uh-oh. I know. That's we're looking at you, the agency. Walls, the walls are closing in here. <laughs> you better get in, get joint get in the get involved with the 20th century. Yeah, we're going to have to we'll get agency on, but Hetero Life Mate is now on Instagram. You guys can follow him. Slide into his DMs, make him feel good. I don't know, whatever. He's Hetero Life Mate. At Hetero Life Mate is his Instagram. Uh, I am frauded by TLC. Um, easy enough to find him at frauded by TLC. Still trying to get used to Twitter. I'm just, I'm just not very good at it, you guys. Um, but I do get occasional messages. In fact, there was a message for you. For me? Yeah, I sent it to you. Oh, that's right. That was on Twitter. That was on Twitter. That was from Twitter. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw that. Someone asked a question about Blake and Jasmine and, uh, and diversity visas. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to answer that on the Q&A roundup. Sounds good. We're going to add that. So if that's you... Who sent that question into me on um, Twitter? We're going to add that to the Q and A lineup. That'll be coming probably soon. Yeah, soonish. Okay. Um, if you guys have other questions, comments, ideas for shows, things you want to hear about, send them our way. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find me on Instagram Friday nights, Frauded Night Live, every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. We talk all the gossip of the week and then other stuff, um, right. other fun stuff. Right, and uh, so you can find me. Uh, on the 90-day subreddit, lurking and posting uh, visa officer-related uh, content. And I just want to note that I've hit 30 followers on Reddit. So suck it, y'all. <laughs> Great. And um, that's it. That's it for our show. We will have more for you coming on um, on uh, the story unfolding about uh, Yolanda's boyfriend that's not Williams. And uh, that's all we got for you today. Thanks for tuning in. We are The Fraudcast, and we're dumpster diving, so you don't have to. The Fraudcast has been produced and edited by yours truly. Art by Sarah Dawdy. Music written, produced, and performed by Umami. Segment producer at iHeartRealityTVShows. Further assistance provided by many 
unnamed fraud consultants. Whenever you are trying to get out there and get acting gigs, you leave cookie crumbs, you know, so. Right. And we're finding them. <laughs> hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows. <laughs> 